Today is President's Day, the day in which we celebrate the lives and the work of our presidents from the past to present. President's Day was first observed in 1885 as a day of recognition of President George Washington's birth date, born in 1732. Two days ago, former President Donald Trump was acquitted from his second removal of office trial, with both trials being held less than two years apart. The impeachment trial was in response to the January 6th attack on the Capitol, in which President Trump has been accused of incitement of insurrection, thus provoking the violence brought by his supporters. Today, I'm not going to discuss the impeachment or the results of the removal from office trial. Rather, I want to talk about exactly what role social media played in inciting insurrection and violence, and the role that social media plays in our lives and politics. This is the OCY Podcast with Christian Urelekian, and today we're going to take a look at what role social media played on the attack on the Capitol. There is no doubt that social media was a key factor in inciting violence in the Capitol. The language alone of Trump's tweets shows his inability to accept the truth of the certified result of the election, as well as his call to his party to, quote, fight and stay strong. In one of his tweets, Trump shows a video of his speech during a rally on January 6th, hours before the riots, in response to the certification of President Biden, which was occurring later in the day. In his speech, Trump's rhetoric is nothing but divisive and provoking, using the phrases, We fight like hell, and if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. We're gathered together in the heart of our nation's capital. You'll never take back our country with weakness. And finally, We're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down to the Capitol. So let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. According to Vice News, President Trump used the words in his speech, slaughtered one time, killing three times, dead five times, destroy six times, strong or strength seven times, and fight 20 times. Obviously, Trump's speech didn't outright call for the violence against his fellow politicians and officials. But the pure nature of the rhetoric used by Trump is downright repetitiously violent. The purpose of the riot on the Capitol was to fight the certification of President Biden, something that former President Trump repeatedly called for in his speech, saying it was a fraudulent election. Clearly, the riots and Trump's speech are linked. By posting his speech directly on his social media, Trump is securing that whoever follows his account, which is mostly his own supporters, hears his words of incitement and joins in the fight, whether that be physically or virtually. There is clearly no doubt that there is a problem with social media. Donald Trump's use of his Twitter account especially shows the immense power that social media allows a political figure to have. Could the insurrection on January 6th even be possible without social media? Then again, as dangerous as social media is, it has also led to forces of good. In an earlier episode of my podcast, called Gen Z and Our Intolerance for Racism, I discussed how Generation Z used social media to mobilize the youth in an effort to support social justice and to fight racism. With this concept comes a lot of questions. How can we monitor what on social media is for the betterment of society and what is harming it? And whose job should that be? The governments or the social media companies? Do we have a right to hold social media companies accountable? While I'm glad they did, it took Twitter witnessing an attack on the Capitol building to finally permanently suspend Donald Trump's Twitter account. How does this action taken by Twitter relate to the First Amendment dealing with freedom of speech? I believe 
that since Twitter is a private company, they are entitled to remove, block, or delete any post or account they feel violates their own guidelines, which might not reflect the laws stated by the Constitution. This isn't a matter of free speech, but rather a violation of a company's terms and agreements. But that is my own personal opinion and yours may be different. Regardless, this situation of the violence on the Capitol on January 6th opens up a lot of questions about social media and politics. And these are the questions that we need to be raising in the near future, as we have already witnessed how much of an impact and control over our own politics that social media has. This is Yossi Uwaba Christian Yurelekian. Thank you for listening.